Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 461. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today, a statement, a statement followed by three whys that I think will be really helpful for you, whether you're in a relationship or single or you want nothing to do with anyone else and you're in your travel the world, do your thing era. And that statement is in the title. The beginning of a relationship is not real. The beginning of a relationship is not real. Now, if you listen to the podcast, you know I'm not a very cynical person in any sense. I take an overly, dare I say, delusionally optimistic view of life, of dating, and of people. I believe so much so in positive intent. I believe in goodness. I believe in trust. I believe in empathy. I believe that everyone has someone out there who uh, they deserve and that who they deserve in their life. And so a statement like the beginning of a relationship is not real. Well, it sounds like a bit of a 180. It sounds a bit cynical. And at face value, it is, I suppose. But I think recognizing a certain truth about dating and relationships very practically Uh, all kinds of relationships too, not just romantic ones. Well, I think recognizing this allows you to recenter your focus back to the uplifting things that you believe in and to not be charmed into submission, to not be charmed into settling, to not be charmed into accepting mixed signals or anything like that. It's a good thing to recognize this statement. It's very uplifting and it's very empowering. So I want to talk about this statement and then give three lessons, three whys that I've learned from dating to support it. So the statement, the statement at face value, the beginning of a relationship is not real. Well, let's be honest. It is true. The statement is true in the sense that when you first start dating someone, getting to know someone, date one, date two, date three, both of you are on your very best behavior. Of course you are 
right? Both of you are saying your your very best jokes, wearing your best outfits. You're asking the most inquisitive questions. You're put on, putting on your, your best listening face, right? The chivalry is there. The respect is there. The flirting is there. Maybe the butterflies are there as well. And that's as, as it should be, right? Of course, it's by design. Assuming you're both interested in each other, at least marginally so, you're both on your best behavior, right? Because you're both trying to make a good impression in order to progress things forward. Makes sense, right? I'm sure you'd agree. And add to that fact that perfect 10 out of 10, considerate, hold the door open, thank you for dinner, I had a great time, butterflies in my stomach, add to all of that. You also have the fact that hopefully, at least in my experience, hopefully the beginning of a relationship is largely free of conflict. There are no arguments, there's no drama, there's no bringing up the past, there's no intentionally pushing each other's buttons, and so on and so on. I mean, how could there be, right? You're still getting to know each other, the beginning of a relationship. So when I say the beginning of a relationship is not real, it's not real in the sense that it doesn't contain a lot of the things that really do ultimately come to define a relationship. That is conflict, that is imperfection, and that is a sense of realness. The true colors of a relationship are defined when conflict comes up. How is it handled? What communication happens? What respect is given? What understanding develops? The true colors of a relationship are defined when imperfections, insecurities, anxieties are brought to the surface. How are they treated? How are they responded to? Are they treated openly with honesty and compassion? Imperfection and conflict and how they are responded to they really do define a relationship because it's in those specific moments where your compatibility, your communication, your connection is challenged. And if the relationship is strong, well, those moments will reflect it. They bring you closer together. It develops trust, communication, realness, honesty, loyalty, the things that you need for a relationship to work. But in the beginning, those things largely do not exist. Both of you are holding back in some sense, you're holding back your quote crazy, um, right? Because there's little to likely no conflict on the surface. So yeah, in that sense, practically talking about this, the beginning of a relationship is not real. It's building to realness. But in those early stages, we're talking maybe one, month one, maybe month two, if you're you know moving slow, it's not real. And don't get me wrong, the beginning of a relationship, those first couple dates, those first couple months, it's amazing. It's something to, to celebrate, certainly. It's a chapter we should savor because eventually you'll move past it. And in that sense, it is a special time in life. It's a special newness, newness where you're inviting special new feelings into your life that hopefully will later be defined by permanence and reciprocity. But in the immediate, it's something to celebrate. But I bring up this statement for a reason. The beginning of a relationship is not real. And I say this for three reasons. Why should we pay attention to that statement at all? Three reasons. First, the beginning of a relationship is not real because the beginning of a relationship needs to be defined by balance. That's a balance of enjoying the moment, being in the moment, not rushing to the next step, the next moment, the next DTR conversation. We should be enjoying the process. But at the same time, we have to push ourselves to not be charmed into submission. It's not literally, you know, submission where you're submitting yourself to someone. But the unfortunate reality of life is that there are some people out there who thrive in the early stages of dating where things aren't real. They thrive because of that fact. 
And that can last months, right? And that's perfect for people who want that, who want a situationship, who want something lopsided or worse, who are, you know, narcissistic or selfish in some way. And this episode isn't about that kind of behavior. I've done many of those, but I just want to point this out to remind us all that with respect to your intention going into dating, here's what I'm looking for. Here's why I'm dating. We can't forget that in the beginning of a relationship. We can't let the lack of realness drag out an ambiguous relationship, mixed signals, and so on. We can't subsist in a relationship that is perpetually building to realness, but never gets there. Savor the beginning, yes, but remember to keep an eye on your intention. Are you still respecting it? And theirs, do they have the same intention? Don't be charmed into submission. Don't be charmed into only focusing on potential, potential of what might be, what could be, focusing on empty promises, mixed signals, or a promise of change. Balance. We need balance, a balance between enjoying the moment because it is special, but also affirming what you're actually doing there. What are you doing there? All right, so that's point Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. One and point two, I want to build on the statement I made before. A relationship without conflict is not real, right? While I certainly know amazing, amazing couples and very healthy relationships that are largely conflict-free, I'm sure you know some of those like perfect people and they say, you know, we never fight. And it's true, they don't, right? But conflict isn't always about overtly fighting. And we need to realize that conflict 
in a relationship, disagreement, communication challenges, and so on and so on. Those things are important. And frankly, they're necessary. You need some conflict so you can see how you both respond to conflict. You can listen to my episodes on drama and communication styles and the psychology behind them. That's episode 413 or 456. But we have to recognize that we need realness in a relationship and conflict, some kind of conflict, a drama, a challenge, it helps reflect that. We need to get past that honeymoon phase. We need to get to a point where we're willing to speak our minds, our real minds, not our perfect smile and nod minds. We need to put ourselves in a position where maybe there is disagreement, there is conflict, so that we can see how you both respond to it, right? And I'm not talking about like intentionally testing someone or anything like that, but just naturally as a reflection of not holding anything back. I think it's so important, of course, anyone would tell you, it's so important to be able to communicate, to have open and honest communication. And if we're trying always to perpetually maintain that honeymoon phase by silencing our true feelings, our needs, by being walked over or by putting aside our needs because we're afraid that doing that, well, you know, that'll ruin the relationship, that's not fair to you. And it builds resentment. Again, we have to enjoy the beginning of a relationship, yes, but we need to push ourselves to be real and honest. We have to invite open dialogue because you need a glimpse into disagreement, into conflict. It brings you closer when it's communicated and handled in a healthy way. Knowing that you can voice your truth, your opinion, your needs, and they can with theirs, that's great. You need that insight. Or you need the insight of the opposite. But either way, you need that realness. You can't just exist in that not real phase of dating. So that's point two. And point three, again, about the statement, the beginning of a relationship is not real. I say this to remind you that when it comes to a breakup or a relationship in your past, and now you're in the present, and maybe you're feeling lonely, you're feeling overly single or unlovable, remember how our perception of the past is going to reinforce that fact, how we look back. It's going to reinforce that because the beginning of your past relationship that ended, again, it was likely great. And that can lead to a powerful emotion, nostalgia. And that can lead to temptation to go back, to maybe beat yourself up for having lost that amazingness in the beginning of the relationship, for having failed, whatever it may be. Our memories are very powerful. Nostalgia is very powerful. And if we look at that former relationship and focus on that perfect beginning time, if we focus on that as the example of what we lost, how we screwed up, how unlovable we are because we lost it, well, that is a potential to make you, I don't know, maybe go back to your ex, maybe to open a door that needs to be closed, maybe to hold on to the past, to get in the way of creating closure that you need. And that's not healthy. When it comes to looking back at former relationships, breakups, relationships that ended, our exes, we need to be able to look back at it, appreciate it for what it was, what it gave us, what it taught us, but that's that. No need to go back to it, and certainly no need to beat ourselves up in the present. We can appreciate what we had without needing to go back to it. And in the context of this episode, our nostalgia, maybe loneliness on top of it, it's helpful. I find to remember that the beginning of a relationship is not real. When we're tempted to beat ourselves up or delay our closure in the present because we're remembering that past fantasy, those perfect beginning moments, sometimes, frankly, we need to remember the bad moments too, the moments that remind you why the breakup was necessary, the moments that reflect 
you know, things like one-sidedness or lack of reciprocity or mixed signals or mistreatment. I know that can hurt, of course, those memories can hurt, but we can't be blinded by the early on beginning illusions. In the same way we can't allow ourselves to be charmed into submission in the past, we can't be nostalgied into self-doubt in the present, right? I'm not sure if nostalgia is a word, but it's the same idea. We can't allow those memories to get in the way of moving forward. We can't look back and only look at those beginning nostalgic moments. Appreciate the moments you had. They were great. They were great, and we should appreciate them. But you can appreciate them without needing to go back to them. And that's the mentality I think you need when you're navigating the relationships in your life. It's not a closed-off, cold, savage mindset or anything like that. It's simply you recognizing what you had, appreciating it, but remembering the reason why it wasn't meant to be. It's coming back to the truth that open communication, 100% vulnerability, conflict, disagreement, those things define a relationship. Those moments provide you the lens that you need to determine the health or the permanence of a relationship. In the present, it's a gift to be able to have open conversations and disagreement from time to time, but to have a strong connection, a desire to understand each other, respect, reciprocity, those things move the relationship forward, not back, and you need those. And so the statement, the beginning of a relationship is not real, well, those things aren't there, and we just need to recognize this fact. We need that. And I just wanted to do this episode to inspire us to crave realness in a relationship. Enjoy the honeymoon phase. Yes, it's not fake, but it's not real. It's not quite yet real. Not yet. Enjoy it. But remember to progress the relationship forward with your willingness to be real, to act real, to speak real, to encourage and expect the same thing from your partner. And look at the relationship through that lens realness. So that's it. I'll end it right there. If this was helpful, I'd be so grateful if you'd share this episode with a friend, send them the link, and I'm sure they'd appreciate it coming from you. But that is it. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for supporting the release of my new book. That's bold of you. And until next episode, I'm out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And 
you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash new mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash new mindset. 